Hey friends, what is up y'all? We are back with the Deeply Funny Podcast. Today's guest is Goddess Brittany King, and a goddess she is. What else would we talk about in the month of February than self-love and pleasure? We are here today to talk about pleasure, how to give it to yourself, how to find your worthiness, how to feel appreciated, because every single one of y'all has an inner goddess who is just waiting to be devoted. So it is going to be an enthralling conversation. We have some exciting offers for you at the end. If you're wanting to show yourself some love, we have a couple of different things that you can stay tuned for. And mainly today, y'all, I just invite you to dive in with us and really get to the heart of what it is that we're tapping into with your inner pleasure goddess. Let's do it. Right. Goddess Brittany, welcome on to the Deeply Funny Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. I, I hope I'm funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can be funny or deep, you know, take your pick. <laughs> but a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the idea. That's the idea. Um, you know, I'm honestly, I'm just so grateful you came on today because I mean, first of all, it's been a while since I recorded a podcast, so I'm just excited to get back in the flow of it. And you have so much fun and playful energy. Um, But also, like, ever since the moment that we first met, uh, which was on retreat with my coach, Marley, who many of you have heard me talk about before, but we met on retreat. And the moment you walked into my sphere and you were just like, my name is Goddess Brittany and I'm a pleasure priestess. And I was like, who is this? Who is that bold and what does she have to teach us? Um, So with that, I would love for you to introduce yourself and yeah, let's get into a juicy pleasure conversation today. I think it's going to be wild. Oh, yes. I'm so, uh, yeah, I'm so excited to be here and so grateful that we met. Marley is also one of my coaches as well, Um, here for it. And I'm goddess Brittany King and I live in devotion to every woman having the most juicy, life-giving, expansive, pleasure-filled <laughs> life that she can have, that she allows herself to receive. And pleasure is truly my calling. Uh, I feel like it's one of the big activations and initiations in my life that truly transformed my entire reality and we can live in such a world that is like it has to be hard it has to be tough and if you're not doing p90x like what are you <laughs> doing you know what i mean and it's just so intense and that that's just not what lights me up and when i discovered there was a different path there were other offerings <laughs> available this is what lit me up and it's truly my honor to steward women to connecting with themselves of what is what lights you up what does feel good for you because so many of us like myself just didn't know i didn't know and you don't know what you don't know and i'm here you don't live an example of being like did you know this <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that maybe there is other options available? Oh, that's so good. What okay, what that makes me think of immediately yeah. is like after college, you know, like you get in quote quote the real world yeah. and you're talking to these other people about their college experiences and they're like, "Oh yeah, like my college had this thing where like we like created our own class, so I went and lived in like Denmark for 6 months and like wrote a biography about, you know, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, what? Was that an offering? I don't think I knew that I took biochemistry and microbiology (laughs) (laughs) thousand percent thousand percent yeah pleasure priestess is not in any course catalog it's definitely not what I studied or took (laughs) for (laughs) hey please tell me you have a bachelor's degree or bachelorette degree in pleasure Well, I'm certified by the universe and my official bachelor's is in drama, communications, and anthropology. That's pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Just mixing it all together. (laughs) Actually, that's fascinating. Okay. I love, tell me that again. Drama, communications, and anthropology. Yeah. Honestly, that all checks out. Interesting. Okay. I love this already. I'm, I'm diving in. This is step one, how to become a pleasure priestess, major in drama. Did you guys all get that? <laughs> Everybody heard that. Yeah. Bring the drama. 
No, but I, I really do love that because there is something about acting and theater and, you know, all the things that come with that about embracing who you are. Mm-hmm. There's so much and it's, it's, ooh, I hit the mic. Okay. It's, it's so interesting that I majored in drama because it was just such a mirror for my life. I was a performer and what I didn't know was my role of a lifetime, my Oscar performance was I was performing the good Britney. Mm-hmm. That was my performance. And I brought down the house. Okay, like I was a star student. I had all the awards. Like I was leading a little youth pastor. I was the good girl. I was the first. I was doing all of these things and performing how I thought other people expected me to be, what other people wanted me to be, what my parents wanted me to be, what I thought my friends wanted me to be. I was performing. And then I would get in these acting classes and they'd be like, like doing all these exercises of like be real and i would just freeze <laughs> i would go straight fall of like i don't i don't know like you want me to be angry like girl is this anger like mm-hmm. i had no access to my real emotions and it wasn't until my spiritual awakening that i really started to understand just how much i was performing and how much it was costing me because i was a shell of a person i existed some some people are like chin up i was literally like eyes up like all my throat was shut everything was shut down and just in a people pleaser pretender space and it was quite the spiritual awakening of you know they everything everywhere all at once everything was falling apart (laughs) everything was totally together i was um i want to give a little trigger warning i'm not going to go deep into it but i am going to talk about trauma i experienced a really violent rape that really shook me in the ways that i felt this profound wake-up call from my soul that was like you are numbing at a level that is leading towards danger and death mm-hmm. and you can choose to continue go down this path or you can choose to live and like you need to make this choice in this moment in this exact moment so that was like oh my gosh i have to choose life i get to choose life and then my mom had got diagnosed with stage four cancer and and I had just gotten my dream job at BuzzFeed Motion Pictures as an intern. And so it was like, things were things were going great. Things were also going awful. Things, I, I didn't know what way was up and what way was down. And the universe was like, good, we sh- we've shaken up your snow globe. Mm-hmm. Everything's spinning, everything's <laughs> spinning. And you have to find like what your truth is. And I had been in talk therapy for years challenged with anxiety and depression and like by this time now i was like seeing like a specific like rape counselor and i was just like look girl i i have all these tools none of them are working like none of them at all and i don't know what to do and she was like let me whisper to you outside of western medical insurance yeah like like, Uh girl talking about it that's not gonna help like it really isn't we need to do something to get things out of your body you need to do like she said be band activities like painting dancing music like other things she's like there's another path and like you talking about this trauma is not going to help you get more tools to get out of it and i was like thank you for the realness sis and also like what am i going to do with this and the universe very much led me to the exact perfect place i i was working at buzzfeed and as an intern you get an opportunity to like make a video and buzzfeed is like this big online platform for those who don't know they make videos and all these things and one of their rules or philosophies is that they don't delete content so once they make it and they put it on their platform it stays up there forever and i was like all right if I'm going to mix things up, if I'm going to get help, the only thing I can think about is this recent trauma. The only thing I can think about is this rape. Um, no, it is not like the content that they're really pushing, but I'm going to make it. And I, they paired me with a mentor who was the perfect mentor. And I was like, look, girl, this is what's going on for me. This is what I want to make a video about. And like, can you help me? And she was like, got you. 
she was like, we're going to make a video for me with me first. I'm going to put you on the shoot with me. Uh, you're going to film it. She's like, I work at this dance studio. So she took me to this mm. da dancing studio and I set up all the cameras and she was like, okay, so you're actually not going to film it. You're going to take class. I brought somebody else in to film it. And I was like, what are you mean? And I sat in this dark room, similar to like how I have this temple set up. And I sobbed for two hours, totally. just sobbed and sobbed and like, I was, it was a space where I was allowed to feel and I saw women making themselves big and I saw women expressing themselves and getting curious and like play. And it was just, it blew open my mind as to what was possible. And that is what was really became my initiation of, we need to put down everything that you think that you are, everything, every identity, everything that you think that is you and really get curious and start exploring who at, who is the soul that is actually in this body and what does she want and what does she like and what lights her up and makes her smile and what do you genuinely care about and so this is what really started my whole going into myself like i i am a queer woman i am a witchy woman none of these things of myself were parts of myself that i was in touch with like mm -hmm. <laughs> i was yeah i was about to be engaged to a man like engaged yeah. like all the things his mom like it was all everything and oh. it was just like that's not your truth and but remembering parts of myself the parts of myself that loved to connect with nature and just like frolic in the woods and like dance and like the parts of myself that uh as i define it are witchy and you can use whatever word you want for it, but like a girl who runs in the woods with wolves, that kind of girl, like <laughs> that's the kind of girl that I am. And it was just like all these parts of myself started to come back online because I was willing to slow down enough to actually tune in to what do I actually like, what actually feels good. And it was a path that took a lot of trust and moving into the unknown and giving up what I thought I knew. And yeah, and it it changed my life. And I'm I'm so grateful every day. Totally. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what to say to all of that? Yeah. Wow. A real spirit spiritual awakening experience. Front and center, y'all. I'm sure many of you out there are relating in your own ways to Brittany Shakeup. Which do I call you Brittany or Goddess Brittany? Or just goddess? What is appropriate? whatever feels good in the moment as a mm. at, when i'm facilitating i very much present as like i'm goddess britney and honestly like whatever feels good <laughs> okay well maybe we'll just try a bunch out and see what sticks see what sticks <laughs> but at least for now in this moment i think it would yeah. like to relate to you as your inner goddess um yeah. because like that's what happened right like she was coming out it wasn't about coming out as queer or straight or lesbian mm. or someone who lives in Portland, like whatever thing we attach our identity to, it's like, no, like your freaking spirit was coming out. Like <laughs> your goddess was like, it is time for my coming out party. And like it or not, like, you know, here I am. We're going to do a joy shake up. And often that looks like a heck of a lot of darkness. And yeah, and maybe I'll just pause there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, it's so much. And it's, it's, learning how to be with the both you know for a long time i i suffered from depression and i just like couldn't figure it out i was like maybe it's this event or this violation or you know someone changed or this changed and i kept trying to like you know nail it down why was it why was it so and when i started getting different tools of how to look at it and be with it it was like what if this is teaching me something what if my depression is my body's way of letting me know I'm not in alignment with my truth and in yeah. my car. Like, no, because yeah. when, I, when I started living in my truth, that went away. <laughs> yeah. Like sometimes I think depression is the body's rebellion. Like, hey, the truth is sticking out. We're going to come over here and like refuse to move until you can unattach yourself. Yes. Yes. And it's so, and it's, that's just not the way it's, it's talked about in a lot of places. And mm -hmm. so like having that, that shake up and that awakening of like, my grandma always used to say, and I'm sure other people's grandmas, but like, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the sun is only as bright as the night is dark and like this bothness and 
a lot of people come to me specifically around joy, like pleasure is part of it. And joy is a very big part of it. And joy is such a vulnerable emotion. And I feel part of my gifts of even knowing access and having access to my joy is like, I've been willing to be in the dark, the darkest mm -hmm. dark and navigate that space and find my way into what feels light and honoring what is both. So on the night that my mom passed, I was shooting a short film that I was a producer on and I was acting in. And I just had this feeling of like, I think today is the day. And I was like, should I leave? This is the thing that at that moment is my dream. And I'm supposed to be doing, I put in all this work, da 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 da. And I remember pulling a, a card, like an Oracle card, and it basically said, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And like, this is all a part of the experience. And like, that was such a magical day. And it was also a sad day. Like I lost my mom and I was also living in a part of my dream, like holding both those truths and being okay with like, they're both next to each other. And that's okay that they're next to, it's okay that they touch. Like that's all part of it. It's all part of being human. It's all part of the experience and to deny one denies the other. And like allowing yourself to have space for all of it. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, my reflection on that is I think one of the greatest enemies to truth is comparing yourself, right? And like, mm -hmm. <laughs> my God, I am so guilty of that. So please don't take this, you know, any listener, please don't take this like a preach. It's like, no, I am relating to you. Um but yeah, I think, you know, that whole thing of just like when we compare ourselves, it's literally almost impossible to experience our joy because we're holding ourselves up to something. It's like, that's not what or who you are. And, you know, I just go back to like truth being like that source, that eternal flame, like that thing that's guiding you, that's inspiring you. And we just squash it and squash it and squash it, trying to compare ourselves and going, oh, what's true for Brittany might not be true for you. And, you know, when I watch you literally, you know, I mean, I just always go back to this because I'm, <laughs> I can't celebrate it enough. But like when you meet someone who's like, hello, my name is Goddess Brittany and you can call me Joy. That was literally your like camp name when I met yeah. you, nicknames for the weekend at this retreat. And it's like, I am Joy and Joy embodied. And it's like so easy to just like be envious of you or like, you know, we go into that comparison as women often of like the audacity. Mm -hmm. who the heck does she think she is mm -hmm. which you know it's like whether or not you do that outwardly like we hold that internally it's like ugh, I couldn't call my goddess Kristen <laughs> meanwhile all my poetry is like I am a goddess you are a goddess live the goddess self and I'm like no one must know my words <laughs> I will sit on myself in front of everybody and it's like stop doing that <laughs> but yeah yeah man like yeah. So just seeing like the fire and the capacity and like the freedom, I think that you standing in your truth and like freeing yourself in that way has brought to everybody who comes around you. Mm -hmm. It's not only inspiring, but it's like convicting, you know, it's like, mm. oh, right. I'm also called to do <laughs> like, yes, so yeah, yes. that's like part of why I want to come spend more time with you. We will be plugging at the end of this podcast, Brittany's retreat. I am going, you should go too. But it's just like, I want to stand, you know, not in the shadow, but in the light of somebody like you. Like, I want to catch a sparkle from someone like you. And I am you. And I, I get that, right? It's like, we see you in your joy and your shine. And like, we forget about the shadow. We forget about all the hard work that you've had to do. And, you know, I just, I always go back to that. But yeah, like, I think the happiest, most shiny, beautiful people on this planet, like, I've almost always seen the darkness. Like that is how we got to be in the light. And, you know, I just, the comparison is a killer man. So, you know, it's like, we just have to maybe step back a little bit and recognize both, right? Like, oh. Yeah. It's such a beautiful opportunity to recognize both and like, and ask ourselves to be gentle with ourselves because like at the end of the day, we can all be like, I'm never going to compare myself. Never, never, you know? <laughs> and there's a part of our lizard brain. There's a part of our primal part that's like, 
I'm comparing, I'm storing data, like I'm compartmentalizing. <laughs> I like, I can only get so many bits of information and I got to put it somewhere. So for me, anytime I'm feeling that like, ooh, to compare, it's like, oh, I recognize a part of myself. Mm -hmm. Like what you're seeing is you, like I'm you, you're me, you're seeing a part of yourself. And oftentimes when we're comparing ourselves of like, ah, la, la, it's just, oh, that's a more expressed version of something that is me. Totally. And I love yes. to hold the space of an invitation. Like, let me be a giant permission slip. If you thought you needed an outside permission slip, write my name on it. Because it's it's for it's for everyone. Like I'm being in my energy and my flow of what feels good. And then somebody else might walk by and be like, you know what? I too don't want to wear this bra. And it's a prison. <laughs> and like she, like these are real things that like I struggled with. Like I I'm a a curvier woman and it was always in great up told to me like you like not wearing bras is for someone who has small chest and like it is inappropriate and unprofessional and x y and z bullshit about it and it was just like the truth of my body is like a lot of days i don't want to wear a bra and i am a woman who has a larger chest who is out there in the world not wearing a bra and maybe another woman who has a large chest is like you know what I'm fucking done with this too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I've done with this too. And like, it doesn't mean anything about me except for, Hey, maybe she's more comfortable that way. And like, yeah. on her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like maybe she didn't want to wear a girdle. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I have broken up with the bra too. And I am also a larger chested woman. So you know what? Preach to the choir, Brittany, get it. <laughs> If you are out there listening and you have a piece of wire poking you in the sternum right now, I want you to know this could be possible for you too. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. But when we explore and allow ourselves to see what's possible, because I wouldn't have come into your sphere if, if you weren't calling it and the people who feel called to work with me or come to things that I offer, like, yo, it seems like you have something going on there that I wish to have access to. And what I teach very much is like, I'm not trying to make everybody like goddess Brittany. I'm trying to support everybody in finding whatever their truth is. Goddess Kristen, whatever, like water nymph who, rainbow this, whatever <laughs> is your truth. Like I'm holding the space for you to find what is your truth. Not everybody is like, oh yes, I wanna walk around in a silk robe all day. And I'm holding the container of like, if that is you, you can. If that's not you, you also can. And there's space for us all to be there, but allowing ourselves to really get curious of what is our truth. And this is how I feel like it, it's like, it all ties in together. So sometimes people are like, well, like, what do you do? And I'm like, I help you find your truth and connect to your joy. And it's under this umbrella of pleasure. And people are like, well, I want a better orgasm. I'm like, that can happen. And my what I do is not, direct to genital stimulation like it's not like hey here are six tips for how you can blow your man's mind like <laughs> okay but we all read our mom's cosmo magazine so, i know yes, yes. <laughs> and i was like it, i mean back when i was performing i was like putting frozen grapes in my mouth and doing all sorts of things that just weren't my truth because i was so disconnected from myself i did not know what i like mm -hmm. but holding the space for you to get curious how i define pleasure is it's a space that creates an opening for you to discover what feels good mm -hmm. for you. And I particularly use the word feels because a lot of times we're like, I think, right? I think I should have a salad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this, this is an appropriate white button down blouse. And I think I need one of these in my closet. I think, I think, I think, and it's like, really what feels good? Like for those who are watching, I'm wearing, Red is one of my favorite colors. This robe is silky and delicious. Like I, I, I'm wearing it because it feels good on my body. My outfit does not match or look like I, I'm really just going from, from feel. And how different is our experience when we allow ourselves to lean into what we feel? And it gets deeper and deeper, like the more we start to explore it. So I have a friend who is um, a green witch an herbalist, an apothecary maker, Ella. She is amazing of plants and pleasure apothecary. And she taught me about this study where they would give like children who are barely like 
nonverbal but can eat solid food. They would like lay out a whole, they would test their blood and see where they had imbalances. And then they would allow these kids to just go to the table of food and pick out whatever they wanted. And then they would test their blood after. And these babies, these little toddler tykes would naturally gravitate to the foods to correct the imbalance that they were having in their system. Like when we get in touch with what we actually feel that we need, what actually does nourish us, the results are so different versus like, I'm at a restaurant, I feel like I should order a salad, so I'm ordering that. But like mm -hmm. your body is actually dehydrated and the soup would be more nourishing. Or actually your iron is low and you should actually have a steak. Like when we listen to ourselves, when we follow what feels good, we get different results. And we get different information coming in and it just feels better. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, mm -hmm. I have a question for you um, yeah. and you may or may not know the answer, but you know, cool. let's bring this into the sphere. I, I just got off a coaching call with a client this morning and we were talking about what do you do when you get into a broken relationship with your body? Mm. And I know to everyone listening to this call has probably experienced that before, right? That is not a unique phenomenon. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think so much of the work that you do is like about helping people become greater and greater embodied, mm -hmm. like actually living in their body, like bringing yeah. in their spirit, bringing in their, whatever you want to call that, their fuller self. Mm -hmm. So just looking at that embodiment work, like what are the baby steps? Like what is step one or step two for yeah. someone who's just living in this broken relationship with their body? They know more as possible, but they don't know how to get it back. Yes, yes. Well, I want to start off with saying, like, you're not alone. I, too, used to feel like I had a broken relationship with my body. Like, we were in a constant war, and I was losing. We were all losing. And I didn't know where to start. So I want to, one, put in the thing of, like, you're not alone in this experience, and please hold the space and opening of hope of like you can have a different experience i'm living proof and i am not alone with someone who has changed their relationship with their body and so where to start is oh, our bodies are a part of us and they're holding our souls in here and our body literally just wants to keep us safe literally wants to keep us safe and it has the resiliency of a child you know like a child doesn't just give up on love when their parent is mad at them they're like you know what we're done it's it this is it forever now you know like <laughs> this is my relationship forever relationship means that it can change every day we get the opportunity to show up to it and where i began and where i steer my clients to is how do we start to build a relationship of trust between you and your body between you and your body because our body is always listening our body is always giving us information a lot of times we think oh my eyes and my ears and like the touch like these are the places where i'm getting information and i'm here to remind you everything in your body is a cell and every part of you is picking up information so like there's a part of your left butt cheek that's touching something right now are you cute into how it's feeling or how about how your toe feels against your sock or on the barefoot like as i start to think you're like oh there's lots of information around mm -hmm. us that's allowed to come into our body and our body gets to a place where when we're feeling at war with it it starts to feel like I can't talk to you or you're not going to listen to me. So my invitation is to start building trust with your body. And that could be just really little things of like just checking in with your body. What is something that I can do that is loving to myself today? And wait and just hear what comes through. You might actually hear something like a voice in your head or sometimes you see something or maybe you'll feel something of like, oh, I felt a heat in my stomach. Like maybe I need to like touch my belly or just pay attention to what I'm eating today or, oh, you know what would feel good? A hug. <sighs> and just breathing with myself. So starting to build that relationship of trust with yourself and then seeking out mentorship and help for connection back into your body. And so as someone, I, my story was I, was, I was violated really young as a child and I wasn't even conscious of this until 
Mm-hmm. Way in my like in my thirties is when I had the memory of it, and now like when you look back, you're like, that's so obvious. But yeah, <laughs> but that was not what I knew. <laughs> that was not what I knew. Okay. I just knew that I struggled and was constantly feeling unsafe, um, using food to numb and to keep others away. Um, I believed that it was safer for me to be bigger because that would keep away danger. And these were the ways that I was showing up and disconnecting and I would punish my body. I'd be like, well, we have to eat these food because we need all this food. And there was scarcity and poverty and all these things. But then it'd be like, yeah, I can't believe you ate all this food. And we need to go to like 18 classes and da, 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 da. And it was back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it wasn't until I got to deeper into my spiritual awakening when I got to the root of like what is actually going on here and at that time the root was I feel unsafe in my body yeah I felt unsafe in my body and once I was able to get that root out and create new habits for my new truth of I am always safe and I I have the resources I need to find safety within myself no matter what is happening in my external world I was able to heal that relationship with my body and with food. I've been able to release physical weight, which is like the last of it. Like the emotional weight and the mm-hmm. way that I feel totally. about myself is is that, and that was a byproduct. Um, but being able to really connect with my body and I trust my body innately. I have a phrase I talk to everybody about and teaching a class about it called trust your pussy. And it's about building up that relationship with your intuition and with your body of like, you walk into a room and there's something that's just like, this doesn't feel right. And I'm going to leave. And I don't care that people think I'm weird. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) I'm trusting my body. I'm trusting my intuition. I'm building this new relationship where when my body speaks, she knows, I listen and I have her back. And so the invitation is to just start doing little things to build your relationship with your body. Another thing I do is like go on little self-love dates where I give to myself. And sometimes it's like, hey, I need a bath. And other times it's like, let's just go sit in the forest and be with the trees and be in nature. And that feels nourishing to my body of like, I just want to do this. Or let's go on a long walk and listen to a podcast and just get lost in the neighborhood. Like just following your body's lead and nourishing it like a relationship. Totally. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the part about podcasting that you guys don't realize is then you have to respond to these things after you get just like completely blown away by what everyone's saying. Um, I do this hosting. I'm like, oh, I'm at a loss for words. This never happens to me. I love to talk, but oh my God. I was I was reflecting on, as you know, I have a gift box company. So I'm the founder of a gift box company is one of my many endeavors in entrepreneurship. Um, and I just decided to do a Valentine's Day offering. And I I often call it Galentine's Day offering. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, it's like, it's not just about loving others or like being in like the Hallmark holiday relationship. It's like, it's just an opportunity. It's another day on the calendar if you let it, but like, it's just an opportunity to love yourself, like to worship, like to devote time and energy and attention and appreciation to yourself. If there's one day of the year that everybody on this planet could come into attunement and alignment with like what it really, really is to like worship themselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a way that's problematic, but just like the way you would give love to something that is sacred because you are like, my God, man, like if one day we could mm-hmm. step outside of ourselves and everything that we deem is broken mm-hmm. and just really freaking like shower ourselves. Like, what would it look like? Mm. What would it look like? So I put together an offering. I have two tiers. I might do three, but two tiers, like a luxury offering and a sensory offering. Because to me, sensory is loving. It is devotion. It's like a really juicy massage candle or like the best piece of chocolate that I can buy in Seattle. Love them. Mm. Like, it's like, what is like the, you know, like the compact offering and then what's like the no I'm worth it this year (laughs) luxury offering um and I put together two gift boxes like one is 250 one is 65 dollars and like they're amazing they're like the juiciest best little gifts and also right like you run into that but am I worth it is anyone worth it who's gonna pay this what's the point like you're buying this object like my soul is sacred like what is a candle holder gonna do about it 
but you know, it's like when you get into the the spirit of it and the essence of it, it's just like, no, it is a reminder. Like it is a tactile, conscious, soul level reminder of all that you are. Mm-hmm. And like you're right, like a piece of chocolate, a candle, like these things are not infinite. They are very temporary. <laughs> but you know, it's like that's the thing that I can bring intention and awareness to and like see it sitting in my windowsill and go, oh yeah. I need to stop and actually like take a moment to offer my soul that kind of love again. Um, And, you know, it's just like, how do we create space and container and intention and love and appreciation is a huge one for me. Like I've lived so much of my life, not extending that towards myself um, that, you know, as I do these gift boxes and especially this one for February, it's like, yeah, I just want to find more ways to show my own soul love and appreciation. So I was like, okay, I had a total breakdown, like breakthrough type of moment. And I'm like, I'm going to go build myself the most like luxurious, epic, like social progressive, like gift box that I can like fostering all the things I care about. Like there's this like business down the block from me that celebrates black artists and makers. And they sell these like beautiful beauty products and mushroom coffees and cacao. And I'm like, yes, like I'm going to do an offering if for nothing else that like, I want to buy this and support these makers and then love myself. And it's like, I'm just going to go build these beautiful gift boxes and make an offering. Yeah. What can I do? What more can I do for myself? And at the very least I get one. Heck yeah. (laughs) This is so beautiful. Oh, it just lights me up. I, everything you just spoke into, I'm like, these are my core values around honoring ourselves, like worship, devotion, when we think about these, it's like, what are you giving to yourself? And do we regard ourselves as sacred? And it can be revolutionary. I'll I'll declare it's revolutionary to decide that you're going to love yourself amidst all the conditioning, amidst all the external reasons of people telling you X, Y, and Z to be like, I love myself and I'm going to worship and honor and love myself like a queen like the goddess like a deity and honor that part of ourselves and allow that to come through and like what a beautiful 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 offering and it's the thing is it's like yes there are objects that may be here in time and space and then they may go away but the time that you spend in devotion to yourself, the fact that you're making an energy exchange and a contribution to yourself, what's that rewiring in your neurology? What is that teaching other women around you? Maybe you're a mother, maybe you have other, like, of like, I am devoting this time, this energy, this space to myself because I know that I'm worth it. Like, that is so profound. And it's a space that I invite people to step into with me when they invest with me, whether it's in retreats or workshops, but it's like, you are a thousand percent worth it. And we do not need to be last on our own list Mm-mm. between before everybody else that we're like, oh no, but like they deserve it. And like, my dog needs a special treat and everybody else seems to be on the list except for ourselves. And what gets to change when we actually worship and adore and pour into ourselves? Like, who do we get to be when we are giving from the overflow of our gifts, from the overflow of our love? Giving to ourselves first, I will never get like the strongest ROI for anything that you can have is betting on yourself, giving to yourself. And it has been like a testament to me and like something that I see mirrored to me by my partner because she is she is here for all the growth. But it's like anytime, (laughs) anytime we invest in ourselves, like the gifts that show up from that place that the ripple effect it has in your life in your community it's just it's profound it's it's literally a miracle a miracle and i define a miracle as a shift in perception a shift from fear to love like that is miraculous to be like i am going to leave scarcity stories behind and invest in myself yeah Mm -hmm. that is a miracle Mm -hmm. (laughs) like quite literally yeah Quite literally. 
exactly and it's like i i mean i have all the stories i grew up not having means and not having food and all the things like it's been scary it's been butt pucker to be like oh, i'm gonna invest in myself i'm gonna give this to myself and when i changed the way i thought about it when i thought about it as devotion when i thought about it as worship when i changed the energy i had around it and started giving to myself <laughs> The universe is like, boo, we got you. Let us make it rain like we're at the strip club. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, totally. let's shower you with all the things because the gifts are, gosh, when you're resourced, when you're loving to yourself, the way you get to show up for others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is like, while you were talking, I literally started almost like having like a, like a vision coming through, right? Like in yeah. my mind, it's like, I'm seeing her and for anyone who's not watching like uh you know it's audio medium but behind me i put like a the galaxy background virtual background of like outer space um but it's just like there is like there are these archetypes of femininity right like there's the maiden the crone like you have an inner little girl that we're so tapped into but there is another right like there is this like you know woman like it's your goddess but it's like the matron like the woman in you not the playful little girl not the older wise one like the woman <laughs> that archetype of like the matron man like she wants to come through and like she wants to be devoted to like she wants to be recognized she wants to be honored and like that woman that is just as much a part of you mm -hmm. as everything else that we count as sacred and like, what does it look like? Because you're right. I mean, it's specifically you. Like, what does it look like for her to be devoted to? What does it look like to pay her honor? And like, that could be just like melt in your mouth chocolate. <laughs> like, that is amazing. It could be flowers. Like, you know, there's all these things we've given to deity over like the eons. Like, there's probably some like truth, right? Oh, yeah. But I mean, it also can just be showing up for you. Like the day that I stand up to like start doing stand up comedy or go to improv class, like, there is a little spark in my spirit that's like, yeah, this shit is for you. It's for you. The first day you tried pole dancing, like whatever thing it is just for you. Like, I mean, I could go pole dancing. It'd probably be fun, but it might not light my freaking soul on, on fire. You know, it's like, oh, that was great. And you're like, yeah. no, you don't get it. And it's like, cause that was for you. But I just go back to like, for each person to be like the most empowered and the most appreciated and you know, joyful and honored. It's like, what does it look like to give that kind of love to have your cup filled, like to show that kind of appreciation to you. And if you don't know the answer to that, like this is the moment, grab your pen, grab your journal, put a line on the middle of the paper on the left-hand column, right? What does it look like to be honored and devoted to for you specifically? And then sit with yourself or go look in the mirror, take a hot shower and refuse to move until you have something written down in that right-hand column. Because it will come through to you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I feel so strongly about your transmission. Like it literally just felt like source dropped in for you. <laughs> <laughs> source dropped in because it's the the woman, like the woman, like, uh -huh. <laughs> like who it's just, it's so primal. And I took a spiritual pilgrimage um, this past December to Egypt to connect with the goddesses of that land and to see the level of devotion and worship that yep. people were pouring it like you could feel it it was palpable it changed me going into these goddess temples i would just feel this like energy buzz buzzing in my chakras and seeing how revered and how worshiped and how celebrated these women were for just being women and there's something that came through in my last class that I offered called Lioness. And it was in conjunction with the goddess Sekhmet, the goddess of power. And one of the things she impressed upon me in Egypt was like, there is so much power just being a woman. And we get lost and confused and shut down and think of like, I need to do this. And that's the thing that makes me power when I need to do this. And it's just like, just you being yeah. that is the power and so worshiping and allowing an acceptance of just you being you don't have to do anything you don't have to deserve it you don't have to earn it you don't have to work hard for it just you existing is worthy of celebration
is worthy of devotion, is worthy of worship. And yeah, it was just, yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, first of all, I think everyone should go to some sort of like temple pilgrimage. Like I've been to India a couple of times, like go to a land where people worship like that once, where people pour at the feet of like a statue, a guru, like flowers. You don't have to go far. You can go to a Catholic church like down the street from you. Like watch the way they worship, I don't know, the Virgin Mary. I'm not Catholic, but you get it. It's like, go watch the way that they engage with ceremony. Get a piece of that and give it back to you. Uh But like, there is nothing in this life that is not sacred. And like, there's this like great YouTube video I've seen of like, I think it's AOC. And she's just like, you know, like, holy 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 like you know everything is holy but it's like a fart is sacred like yeah everything i could shark my pants Brittany, and it's sacred like i don't (laughs) get it it's it's just true (laughs) sacred shart is my new podcast please tune in every week (laughs) but it's like literally like anything 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 i i teach people i'm like you it's time to embrace your sacred ratchet and people are like (laughs) i was like um the part of you that was at a club getting low or at a basement part like i was like the the, everything like you're saying everything is a ceremony our whole lives yeah ritual it's just are you paying attention are you bringing reverence to each and every moment because that is what those what's happening in these spaces of worship and these lands people are bringing reverence and presence yep and, and gratitude to yeah. and it's like that is something we absolutely can give to ourselves and like it is nice to have accessories like i love candles and perfumes and all the things and incense and like every temple i was in and seeing all the hieroglyphics i was like yep these these look like gifts that i would enjoy you know <laughs> and like I learned something for me like one of the biggest gifts for me is presence like when someone is sitting with me and giving me presence full attention like gosh what a gift what a gift in a world where the attention span is like half a tiktok for someone to give you undivided attention and presence yeah yeah absolutely I mean yes and right it's like Um, that is the sacred sacred reverence for what makes you you Mm-hmm. and exactly anyway if I have one message like if you if you don't take anything else I said on this whole podcast just be who you are like that's I'm pretty sure why I came here to this planet at least for this part of my mission is just to tell you just be who you are and it's what you said it's like your very being is what's sacred if we're being honest it's not what you do it's not the work you do it's not even how you do like you know making things sacred like tuning into the ceremony and the ritual absolutely but even that is so much less than just like you being you mm-hmm. and like when you're sitting in the gift of what is presence like you're with someone else who's fully embodied or you know more embodied it's like it calls forth who you are and what you are it brings that thing forward like that frequency shift in you mm-hmm. and you know as much as like everyone kind of makes fun of coaching and be like you know it's so expensive and blah 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 it's like we're really just paying people to sit in their container mm-hmm. because we need it it's like our soul's essence. It's our spark. Yeah. And if my spark is not a big enough flame, I'm going to go sit by the biggest freaking candle that I can put my hands on. I can't find Oprah. I don't know where she is. <laughs> the best. I mean, you know what? I actually, I have stood feet away from her. I did get that opportunity once. She touched my hand once. Yes. Okay. So touch my hand. And then I'm yes, I will touch your hand. That's what I'm talking about. Like yes. the transferring of that divine spark. And it's like, that's why like, that's why I pay coaches. That's why I spend money. That's why I continue to invest in myself. And, you know, as we kind of wrapping up towards the end of this podcast, like I will say, you know, to plug for Brittany, like this retreat came forward and, you know, I've been living like my, you know, hashtag solopreneur, like best life this past year. Money is not the resource I currently have the most of. I am abundant in many things like time, not cash flow. That's okay. I'm getting there. You know, we're making, we're making money every once in a while. But like, it could not have been more abundantly clear. I told her like when we had our call where I said yes to it, I was like, I can't explain it, but it felt like I was standing in a dark, dark hallway and someone like was there with like a pink neon sign that was like, you are going with Brittany on this retreat container. And then when I talked to you, you like giggled. You're like, ha ha ha. I basically like prayed for that. Like my, my ass was for it to be so clear. And I'm like, well, something listened because holy shit. (laughs) 
It was neon, neon pink, like this background. Yeah, totally. It was like neon pink. Like you are going with the pleasure goddess to the sacred land and whatever you're doing. And I'm like, no, thank you. And it was like, okay, but you're going anyway. And I have learned enough over the years to trust my intuition because it's usually, it's got my best interests at heart. Well, I probably always, but you know what I mean? I very rarely come to regret it. Mm. And all I can say in terms of like going, you know, why I wanted to have you come on this podcast is like, I just think that, you know, there's so many different places that we can tune in, but like, to me, you are very much like a holder of sacred medicine. I see you as someone who really does understand bringing in the sacred and the ritual and the ceremony. And I see these photos of you on Instagram with like owl feathers, or I don't know what you're holding. Yeah, that is exactly owl feathers. Totally. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It's my yeah. spirit animal, actually. But, you know, like I would call myself, like, though I struggle a little bit with the title, like I call myself a Christian, like, and yet I know I'm a medicine woman and all these things. And it's like, I don't know that I would find like a queer witchy woman, blah, blah, blah teacher if I, if it made sense on paper. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of don't care about that anymore because, you know, like when you see someone on fire, it's like your soul is just like, yeah, yeah, let's go watch them burn. Maybe I can catch a spark. Like, let's get in there. And, you know, so I just, anyways, like, I think that, I think my listener base is pretty tapped in, you know, for the most part, but it's just like, it doesn't have to make sense on paper, y'all. Like, you don't even have to like your teachers. Like, you might be like, this person drives me freaking crazy. I don't even think I, like, I would not get dinner or coffee with this person, (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, like they hold sacred medicine and I want access to that wisdom. So like, let me come into their sphere. And like, I don't know, just as much as like, I think as a teacher, you have to let go of that feeling of like, I want everyone to like me. I think sometimes as like a student, like you have to be receptive. To, like, I might not like this container or package. I might've chosen a different flavor, but this is the person connected with me who has to offer what I need mm-hmm. right now in this moment. And like, I'm going to let go of what I think it looks like. And instead, I'm just going to step in and be a receiver. And it's it's awesome. So anyway, I don't know why I just went on that rant, but thanks. No, it's so <laughs> it's, it's, it's trusting your intuition and trusting your guides. Like, oh, there's, there's so many lessons that don't show up the way that we think that they're supposed to show up. You know, I there's initiations in that and and wisdom in that. And allowing yourself to look different than what you thought it was going to be. Like, I remember making a magical list for partnership. And at the time I was dating men. And I made my magical list and da, 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 da. And my partner, as you might have gleaned by the queer, she's a she. And she is everything on my list. And I looked at my list when I, when I was dating her. And I was like, oh, my God, it never says a gender on here. Ever. It never said a gender. And the universe is like, we will give you exactly what you want, but it might be in a way that is completely surprising and unexpected. And so I love that you had the moment of like, yeah, that's cool that she's doing it. I don't feel called. And then your guides were like, yo, you're going. <laughs> yo, yeah. you're going. And it's like people, some several people are there like, I don't know why, but I know I'm supposed to be here. And so I'm trusting and I'm going. And I've had that experience too. And it's so humbling because when you're in it and then you're like, and this is why I'm here. And that might be the why in the moment. Yeah. Five years later, you might have a different why of like, and that is why I was there. Oh, and totally. It's <laughs> like, you know, it just keeps getting bigger and more yeah. nuanced. And you're like, damn, the universe, she's a great planner. <laughs> that is layered. And so, yeah, I'm so grateful that you're coming with and for your listeners, anybody who's interested, Full Body Yes is happening in April. And I would love to talk to you and see if it is a fit for you. It is an invitation to say yes to yourself, to find out what is your deepest, juiciest vibration of yes and how do we live in that space. And it is a luxury retreat for five days and four nights in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And it's gonna be beautiful and there's ritual and there's movement and it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. I'm here for fun. (laughs) And your partner, your partner Lisette is gonna be kind of helping holding some space for that too, right? Yes, there's actually four of us who are space holders. So Lisette will be there. Lisette King is amazing. She is an emotional ninja. She can help you drop baggage 
like no she's like a baggage hunter and she can get rid of things so like when you think you have a problem it's like the problem does not exist anymore so we have her and then another dear friend brianna who is a breathwork facilitator and transformational guide and then my friend lynn who is a ritual priestess um she's actually marrying lisette and i on leap day in just a few weeks so she is a ritual queen and the girl she calls it all the guides so it's going to be <laughs> a deep dive for women and yeah saying yes to yourself and saying yes to pleasure and yeah i'm, I'm here for that kind of space where women get to say yes to themselves because i know seeing women say yes to themselves truly changed my life and healing and community in that way changed my life and i wish to provide access for that for anyone who's feeling the call and wants to step in totally and the retreat is in april it's happening like outside of puerto vallarta mexico yeah and what is the deal about the eclipse that's yeah. going on yeah so there is an eclipse that morning so we start on monday april 8th and there's a giant solar eclipse that's happening and so i know a lot of people are going down to texas for it and we are just a little bit south of it so it's at a 95 percent vantage point so i was like and the universe truly planned this she was like it's sacred land with healing water look for that and i was just like <laughs> someone literally said those exact words to me and i was like say less sis and i followed her and then weeks later someone's like oh something something the eclipse and i'm like the eclipse the eclipse and i was like i looked it up and it was like wait it's where we are the week that we're doing it and it was just like yes yeah. so we are starting off in eclipse energy and eclipses are just powerful sources of like transformation energy rebirth renewal from what i can already feel from the vibration like we're all coming back different people for the better. And so, yeah, I just feel the call for what I keep feeling is like, it's an initiation for women who are leaders stepping into their Dharma. That is, uh -huh. that, that, <laughs> that is the call. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> that is why I'm going to be there amongst other reasons, I think, but totally that. Yeah. It's, I have to say, first of all, I know spots are limited. I think you only have like maybe five yeah. or six left. Five left. Yeah. Five mm -hmm. left. So mm -hmm. you better get on it, people. I will edit and publish this podcast quickly so you don't miss out. Um, but come with us. Like I know my vision board this year, like I had a lot of intention around spending time on sacred land and maybe even native land. Like I don't know if that's the right word, indigenous something, but it's like, I think at some point you realize that the teacher is actually the land herself, right? And that has been my intention for this year is to spend more time like on sacred land, which I mean, kind of all of it is, right? But it's hard when you're in the hustle and bustle. Like I can't go sit down in the middle of Times Square maybe and connect with her quite as easily, you know? Right. 100%. <laughs> all in is sacred. And there are certain places that feel particularly calling to you. And as someone who's intuitive in this space, literally the land called me and it was like, this is the space and even meeting the, the person who owns the land, their intention, like they've been literally praying and worshiping and pouring into the land. Yeah. And so it's this calling because the land has wisdom, the land holds memories. So I'm excited for yeah. us to go to this sacred place together and learn from the land what wisdom gets to come through through us through us as facilitators through everyone who's a part of it because we're all co-creating everyone has such amazing talents and wisdom that they're all contributing to the space so i'm all excited for us to play and learn from each other and like people are like what are you certified in and it's like yes i have a, a list of certifications and degrees but honestly, <laughs> the most important one is i'm certified by mother nature she is yeah. my teacher yeah. mama gaia is who i learn from and study from every day and like i i don't think i will ever be done with her being my teacher she she's everything so that is the invitation yeah. as well like do you want For to sure. step the earth <laughs> yeah it's like being a steward of the land and like you said not teaching from you but teaching through her all of it and even you know what i also you know, goddess, I want to tell you, there's something that made me say yes to going to your retreat. I saw those photos of you guys in Egypt and I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I've been to Egypt. Like I've mm -hmm. stood in a pyramid. I've been there. There was something about that experience and like 
the message, the vibration, like whatever you want to call it, but like the information that you are carrying that you took from that experience. Mm-hmm. And like, I know there's something that wants to be downloaded into us. And so just like on behalf of like, you know, you, me, us, all of us, everyone who's listening, our inner goddess, like if this is resonant, like if something in your body or heart is saying yes, mm-hmm. like even if, like I said, if it doesn't make sense on paper or you're like, I might've picked a different country. I've been to Mexico. I want to go to, you know, Puerto Rico instead. Like when I said, yes, I didn't even know what country the retreat was in. I was like, <laughs> yeah, whatever I'm going. And it was like, where are we, where are we going? I don't know. But like, I just, I really do, you know, kind of pray and hope just like you said that I really believe words reach us when we need them. So, you know, if there's someone who's listening to this podcast and this hits you, it's like reach out, you know, we'll put all the links in the, in the notes and you can reach out to me and Brittany and get you hooked up. But yeah, even if just one person hears this podcast and decides to say yes, like it will have been worth it. And whether or not you go to the retreat, I mean, you should, it's going to be great eclipse, whatever. But like, even if you don't like just if the, if the only thing you took away from this is like to honor your inner goddess like yeah. that's the consistent message that we've both been saying and like I don't know about you but like guys sometimes I just feel like in my life I really need a teacher <laughs> and like I feel like I have come here to teach about play and joy and maybe pleasure you know like I'm not quite there yet but like really getting to the humanness of our experience like getting to what makes us feel alive and like that's the vibration that I've been carrying and, you know, Brittany is over here with like a similar but different cosmic cosmic spark. And it's like, what does it look like to really say yes and get into embodiment mm-hmm. and tap into that deeper layer of like your goddess and your pleasure centers and like not from like a, you know, like it doesn't have to be all, you know, lube and vibrators and chocolates and like whatever the pleasure chest might say that looks like as humans. It's like, well, that's cute, but no, not actually. There's a way deeper layer. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, I just, like I said, I can't recommend Brittany enough to work with her. And we're actually going to be partnering. You're going to hear from her uh, about different offerings later on on this podcast because um, we're collaborators, right? We're doing the same oh, yeah. work out here, people. Um, but yeah, so Brittany, thank you so, so much for coming on the Deeply P- Funny podcast. And if people want to find you, like what Instagram handles or you have a podcast, where can they tune in yeah. to hear more? Absolutely. So the best place to find me is my website. So goddess, Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y, king.com. And that's where you can learn about the retreat and any upcoming offerings. I'm on Instagram by the same handle. And I have a podcast with my wife called Honest Feedback Podcast. And it is a call-in advice show where you can call in with a question or you can slide into our DMs on IG and be like, yo, I want a different perspective. And so... We love creating this podcast. It's such a great way to be of service and like have just different people in your community shed light on things. Other people feel that we have a very unconventional life. Uh, we say we keep it weird, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, we love just chatting. That's awesome. You guys have to check out the Honest Feedback podcast. I It's like binge worthy. I think one night I got a bowl of popcorn and listened to like almost every episode that you posted. <laughs> like it's so freaking good it's honestly it's like podcast goals because I think mine gets like very one-on-one interview heavy sometimes which I love yeah but like yours like literally feels like hanging out with two of your besties who like just like are really really smart I don't know it's great (laughs) that's so so the vibe we want people to be like these are my you know when you have the friend where you're like I'm gonna call this friend because they're gonna support my delusions and then you call the other friend you're like Uh this person gonna like give it to me straight but like in a loving way but like I that's that friend we're that friend <laughs> totally yeah 100 so yeah you guys have to check it out um and hey if you want to order a valentine's day gift box you can also head over to my website and instagram so on top of the podcast which of course you can find at deeply funny podcast wherever podcasts are found and on instagram um i also have a gift box company and that is royal giftings with an s royal giftings.com or on Instagram at Royal Giftings. And yeah, if you want to treat yourself to a luxury box or a sensory box, uh, you can get a price point for $250 or $65. That includes the shipping. It will get to you before Valentine's Day if you place your order by February 7th. Wonderful, beautiful news. Um, I would love to help you as you engage in some of these treats and rituals um, to get the tools that you need to do so. So this has been a beautiful conversation. Thank you again so much, Goddess Brittany. And on behalf of me, my inner goddess, Kristen, and everyone who's listening, 
Take care, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, was that not so good, y'all? That was so good. Thank you so much for tuning in with us this week and listening to this awesome, inspiring, and powerful conversation between me and Goddess Brittany. And hey, if you want to buy a gift box, like we said, head over to royalgiftings.com. Treat yourself. Give yourself some self-love, some creative self-expression. And also, last but not least, before y'all head out, stay tuned for a quick word on the Full Body Yes Retreat from Brittany. You're going to want to be there. See you soon. Hello, this is Goddess Brittany King, your resident pleasure priestess, and I am here to invite you to a luxury experience outside in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Welcome to Full Body Yes. This is a retreat where you get to say yes to yourself, what lights you up, what turns you on, what brings you joy, and what makes you feel alive. Join us at this luxury eco retreat with high vibration food, sacred land and healing water and connect with yourself. Spots are limited and it is happening in April of 2024. So if you are interested, find us at goddessbrittanyking.com and click the invitations link. See you there.